This is a Hoff Studios podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another edition of a Total Degenerate Podcast. I am your host, Michael Ellison. Had an incident at Applebee's. Sounds like something out of an episode of Cops. But of course, I made the mistake of eating good in the neighborhood uh, last night, and I couldn't regretted it more well for one let's start off here um i am so sick and tired of paying the extortion fees to get food delivered i decided that i would pick up my applebee's and that this would save me the 20 dollars they're going to charge me in service fees to bring the food down the road so i was like you know what i'll just go pick it up and I'll be fine and whatever. So I walked into the Applebee's. Let's say it was about 9.15, right? I just gotten out of work. And my food, I had ordered the food at about 10, 10 to 9, right? So it's been about a half an hour later. We're talking about Applebee's food here, folks. We're not talking about top-of-the-line sirloins and, uh, you know, briskets and shit like that. We are talking about basically fast food with beer. That's the only—I've said this for a while. Don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the pod, but the reality is this. Nobody would go to Applebee's if McDonald's had beer. If McDonald's had a bar— Nobody would go to Applebee's. Everyone would just go sit at the bar at Mickey D's, order their two for Bud Lights or their whatever, you know, I don't know. They make some sort of lemony, poppy, fruity, shitty drink that they put like, I don't know, Malibu and some other flavored shitty vodka that nobody would normally drink. But you're at Applebee's, so come on down and get your rum punch whatever the fuck right but yeah they no one no one would go there the food is not good it's it's pretty much shit it's shit food but it's open late at night and it's conveniently close to where i live and you know i've exasperated the other late night app options in the area And I just was like, you know what? Let's go. We'll go get the two for 20. You get like two meals out of it. It's great. It's not really, but it is what it is. So this is where my life is at. I'm 
going to get the two for 20 for myself. And, uh, you know, I walk in there and it's, it's popping, I guess, because the youngins are home. It, the college kids are out. It's between Christmas and New Year's Eve. So it's that winter break time of the year. All the high school kids are off too. And I remember being young and thinking that Applebee's was like a fun night out with my friends. You know, you go out, you get the boneless wings. You can get two orders of the boneless wings and it would only cost you one because you'd show up after 10 o'clock at night. So I'd eat like fucking four dozen little fucking pigeon nuggets with barbecue, you know, buffalo or barbecue sauce on them. And, you know, you have a couple of sodas and you have a good time hanging out with your boys. Uh, But, you know, now that I'm an adult, we just go to regular bars or, you know, restaurants with actual reputable menus. So no more Applebee's really in my life for the most part. And I think this was the last, the last time. I'm going to say that, but I probably won't stick to it. But I, I think I got to draw a line in the sand here. You know, I didn't eat Chinese food for like three years after I got food poisoning. I didn't get food poisoning at Applebee's. I, I The food was fine in terms of the... Uh, health of it. it didn't get me sick or anything what got me sick was my brain being subjected to the uh atmosphere and conversations and everything that was else that was going on around me inside the applebees for one i'm start i believe that there might be a requirement on the job application that requires that you were at least left back one grade in high school. If you weren't left back at least one year of high school, uh, you you cannot apply for a job at Applebee's. They are only giving jobs to people that needed five years to graduate high school or more. If you did it in the normal four years, sorry, Applebee's is not the place for you. We need people that do everything at a snail's pace. That's that's what they need. I mean, you would think, considering that the food is basically microwaved garbage, that you would want people that can move fast. But no, they want they want it slow. They want it slow and dumb. Because, I mean, I walked in to pick up an order, and you would have thought that I had asked them to cure cancer. That was like, I was like, hi, I'm I'm here to pick up. For Mike, and they're like, huh? Who are you here to pick up for? What's going on? How, what did you order? They had 7,000 questions for me all about the pickup order. I told them exactly. Like I got the two for 20 with the boneless wings, the burger, and the half rack of ribs. I'm going to, you know, whatever. And, but I don't know. Where, but, but, but. And he's just like stuttering and he's staring and he just like stared at me blindly for a while. Then he asked me my name again, asked me how I ordered. Did I call? I was like, no, I went on the thing, I, whatever. Like it's, it's all big fucking to do to ultimately get no answer. So that was person one that I talked to. Now, person two 
she seemed to be she seemed to be like the glue uh trying to keep the place together you know what i mean like she she was the only person who had a clue of what was going on that like they were operating a restaurant and they were serving people food and drinks like she she seemed like to have lived outside of the world of Applebee's and 13th grade. So, you know, she comes over and I just have to, I'm like, yeah, I'm here for Mike. It's a pickup. She's like, all right, hang on one sec. Let me go to the back. Yeah, your order's not ready. Yeah, it'll be a few more minutes, right? I wish I could have dealt with her for the rest of the time. But of course I couldn't because she was needed elsewhere because I was probably not the only dissatisfied customer inside the Applebee's. And, you know, at this point, too, I hadn't gotten I wasn't completely I didn't like turn into a uh, ball of rage yet. You know, I'm I'm trying to be understanding because I'm a reasonable human being. But now my landlord's calling me because the hot water ain't working. So anyway, I'm there, I'm waiting. And you know, like I said, I'm I'm keeping it cool, right? I it's so now it's been about 15 minutes into the wait process. And the food should have been ready, right? So I'm standing now I'm just kind of standing awkwardly behind the bar like over where like the server area is. There's no good waiting area for pickup orders at the Applebee's to begin with. You would think they might want to set it up by like the front door because there's actually a waiting area. There's seating over there for people that are like waiting for a table when it's really busy. So like, you know, you can have a seat and wait on the benches over there. Like, why not let the people that are on the, you know, picking up? Why don't they just sit there? But hey, you know, I'm full of good ideas. No, instead have a stand awkwardly around kind of in the way of where the servers are kind of coming in and out of the kitchen. And now I'm stuck and I'm listening to the bartender and the bartender's talking football, but he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's one of those things where he thinks he knows what he's talking about, but he has no clue. And I'm trying not to boil over from just listening to him because of course he brings up my favorite team and he brings up one of the dumbest arguments to be made about, you know, uh, an NFL team. So he starts going into a whole thing about how the Jets screwed up because a couple of years ago they won a meaningless game against the Rams, which took them out of the running for Trevor Lawrence and put them into the two spot. And that's why they got Zach Wilson. And uh, Zach Wilson sucks, and Trevor Lawrence is the second coming of Joe Montana, apparently, already. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, okay, I'll tell you, the, the kid's played great lately, but has he done anything so special that we need to anoint him Joe Montana? Is he better than Zach Wilson? Okay, that's great. There's a blind kid throwing the football somewhere, and he's better than Zach Wilson. So we don't need to, you know overanalyze the uh, draft from a couple of years ago and just accept the fact that, you know, the players on the field do not care about the draft pick. 
right? That's my whole thing. And that's why I get so annoyed when people bring this type of dumb shit up. They should have lost that game. Yeah, do you think the guys that were on that team, most of which aren't even here anymore because they sucked and they weren't producing, so they all got cut, traded, or fucking dropped away somewhere or somewhere, you know, left in free agency, whatever, not playing in the league anymore? You think they give a shit? They didn't care. They didn't care about the Jets draft pick because they knew they weren't going to be Jets for much longer. It's not hard to figure out. I don't understand how people still talk in these fucking terms. So he's talking like that, and that's obviously, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, I just want to chime in, but I know I can't because I shouldn't be eavesdropping, but you can't help but eavesdrop. I I shouldn't be there eavesdropping because I should have been gone 15 minutes ago with my fucking two for 20. But of course not. I'm still stuck waiting and waiting and waiting. So now it's about 20 minutes in, and now I'm I'm annoyed that I'm still waiting. I'm sitting there going, why didn't I just get it delivered? It would have been totally worth the extra money because now I'm fucking 45 minutes into the process of getting Applebee's to go. I got to listen to this bartender who knows nothing about football act like he knows what he's talking about all because his fantasy team's in the fucking Super Bowl. Like, as if that makes you some sort of genius. My fantasy team's in a Super Bowl, too. Doesn't mean shit. Some of the dumbest people I know win fantasy football Super Bowls. You are not an intelligent human being because you drafted fucking, uh, I don't know, Saquon Barkley. Oh, yeah, you were the only person that knew he was good at playing running back? He was drafted second overall in the draft. Anyway. See, I digress. Once we get football, once football becomes part of it, it it always goes into a crazy thing. <laughs> so now I got to deal with the third person, the third employee that's going to come up and talk to me about my order. And she, she's the one that almost got, she was the one that almost took the bull's horns. Because, and I admit that I, you know, I'm already I'm already at now getting to a another level of agitation cuz it's been more time. I'm listening to this fucking idiot tell his fucking stupid opinions about football. And now she comes to me and she's just like the same thing the first guy did. Asks me my mother's maiden name, you know, every question under the sun about the order and I'm giving her all the answers I'm telling her every item on the thing I'm like I pull it up on my phone I'm showing it to her off the phone I've given her all the background information I could possibly give her about this pickup order she goes over to a bag of food she stares at the bag of food for like what felt like an eternity but was probably only about 30 to 45 seconds but it really did feel like she like had a stare down with this bag of food as if something was just going to magically appear to it. Like there's got to be a receipt on there that tells you what's in there or open the fucking bag and look, do something, make a move. It's you can't live your whole life on the sidelines. You got to get involved in the game, right? So now she stares and stares and stares and she comes back to me. And she goes, hold on, I don't think we ever got your order. 
So now I'm getting real mad because now we're about 45 minutes in. I'm listening, and he's going off on and on and on about how much Zach Wilson sucks. Zach Wilson, he sucks. He's terrible. He's such a loser. I can't believe the Jets drafted him. I knew he was going to suck. Being a Jets fan must be the worst thing ever. And I'm, he's having this conversation. I almost feel like at this point that he's doing this loud enough because I'm wearing my Jets winter hat as I'm standing in the, in the fucking bar area. And I think he sees that I'm wearing the hat and now he's just chirping me. And it's not just about him and his friends talking football anymore. Now he's like, there's one of these loser Jet fans here and I'm going to step to him. And at this point, I wanted to be like, you weigh 100 pounds soaking wet and I'm going to drag you over the bar. And I, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't get into a fist fight at an Applebee's. I look too much like the type of guy who would get into a fist fight at Applebee's. And I don't ever want to, like, if people that went to high school with me saw me on the, you know, News 12, man gets into a brawl with Applebee's employee and they saw it was me, they would probably, for the most part, be like, yeah, that's not surprising. You know what I mean? I don't want to let the, let them see what they already thought was going to come in my future. Most of them would be like, you know, if I ever had, like, I would have been voted most likely to get into a Applebee's bar fight with the bartender if that was a superlative in the senior year yearbook. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I don't want to give in to that. I don't want anybody that I, you know, knows me to um, actually get that satisfaction. So I got, I'm trying to restrain myself. She comes back from the back and she's like, okay, we, we have your order. We found it. But the problem is somebody already came and picked it up. So now I'm like, how, how did that happen? I don't understand. She's like, well, it must've been another Uber driver. So yeah, they, they already took the order. I'm like, well, hold on, hold on. I'm not an Uber driver. I called in. I, I placed the order to pick up food for myself. Yeah, but no, uh, no, no, an Uber driver took it. So there's no food. So I'm like, so you think that I'm just paying for food that somebody else took? And I'm not like, I don't understand what you're trying to tell me here, lady. And she's like, no, there's just there's no food. So I'm like, so I'm not getting food. She goes, no, you're not. There's no food. I'm like, so you're telling me I'm being charged for food that I'm no longer going to get. So now I'm getting, now I'm, it's starting to increase. And now I think it's, she's who, who's, who I'm going to have to fight. And she's a big lady. The bartender I could have taken this, this lady, she was pretty, she was pretty, you know, rough and tough. She was big. If I started swinging, she probably comes in for a full tackle. Now we're We would have been rumbling and stumbling all over the place. Tables would have been coming down and this would have definitely made the internet. You know what I mean? Because it would have been two big fat bulls fucking rumbling around on the ground inside an Applebee's. But she's telling me there's no food and I'm saying no, there should be food because nobody should have taken the food. I don't understand. I'm the person who ordered the food for me to eat, not for somebody else to take and 
She's like, well, well, they're delivering it. It's like, no, they're not delivering because there's no fucking pl- there's no address. It wasn't a delivery order. It was a pickup order, lady. And so, yeah, I, I'm getting all agitated about it again, just thinking about it. And she's just staring at me blankly again. I'm getting that same blank stare I got from the first guy, but now it's her, and she's like, she th- she's acting like I'm the idiot. I'm I'm stupid and should just bow my head down and leave. But I ain't leaving now without the bag of food. So now I'm still waiting. I I really want to like start screaming and cursing at somebody when a guy walks in the front door and he's holding a bag of food. So now I figured it out and the bag of food is ripped open. The bag of food is obviously been searched through. And the guy comes over and goes, yeah, you gave me the wrong order. Now, the lady that I was thinking about tussling with, she comes up from the, she goes, what? We didn't give you the wrong order. You said the order was for Eric. She's like, yeah, I did say it was for Eric. And it says Eric on here, but this is nothing I ordered. I didn't order ribs. I didn't order a burger. I didn't order boneless wings. I didn't order any of this shit. So at this point, we now figured out the fucking mystery. The mystery was fucking Big Bertha gave my bag of food to this random asshole. And now she's, so now she apologizes to this guy, turns around and they're sure as shit is the right food for Eric, whatever he got, the nachos or whatever the fuck. So he gets his, and now she looks at me and she's like, I'm very sorry. Hold on one second. Let me fix this. And she walks into the back, and all she did was take the shit out of the bag that this guy could have been fucking picking at. He could have fucking shot a load on it, whatever he could have done, and brings it back up front in a new bag and offers me a complimentary soda. To which point now, I'm not backing down. She's like, do you want the complimentary soda? I'm like, you didn't just seriously take the food that that guy left with, put it into a different bag, and give it to me and expect me to take that home with me, right? You don't think that I'm eating the food that went into the stranger's car who God only knows what he could have done with it or where it's been or whatever. You know what I mean? He could have fucking fucked my burger. He could have stuck his dick right onto my burger and fucked it. And you think that I'm going to eat that now? Because no, now, now it's serious time. You're not giving me the fucking jizz burger and the shit ribs. Go in the back, tell him remake the whole motherfucking thing, and I want you to leave that bag of food in my presence because I know I am not eating it. Not happening. So I had to put my foot down. Then a fucking another manager, she came out. She was also, I, I would have definitely been outdueled there because the two of them would have beat the fucking shit out of me. Couple of big bears. She comes out and she, so she's grumbling and rumbling. She's mad. She's, she's mad as fuck. And she like tried to play it off. Like she was like not mad at me for making a stink, but I could tell she was. 
and I was like, listen, I, I, you know, now I gotta, th- I gotta throw my flex out there. I gotta flex back. I gotta be like, listen, I work in the restaurant industry, and then I did the lamest thing I could have done. <laughs> so I'm wearing a sweatshirt, and I realized it after the fact, but I just did it because I. I flashed my fucking Saville Pizza logo as if I was like a cop showing off his badge. I, I opened my sweatshirt a little bit and went, hey, I work in the restaurant field too. I work at a restaurant, right? I'm, I'm here. I'm in the trenches. You don't think I know? I know everything. I've been exactly where the fuck you are, lady. The hell and back. But I want real fresh food as fresh as I'm going to get it at a fucking Applebee's to begin with. So finally they made the fucking, they did the right thing. They gave me my food. I got an apology. They offered me another complimentary fountain soda, which I just said, I'm good. I grabbed my shit and I got the fuck out of there. All said and done. I spent almost an hour. About 54 minutes inside an Applebee's. And that's why you pay the $7 fees to just get it delivered. Because that way it's like see no evil, hear no evil. The guy could have still stuck his dick in my burger. Whatever. I wouldn't have known it happened. I would have never known about it. And it would have. I would have just gone on with my life instead of having to deal with that hell. That took way too long. So that's my recommendation, I guess, at this point. Either don't don't eat at Applebee's ever or <laughs> or just accept that you have to pay the service fee and possibly have somebody fuck your burger. It's time to make your New Year's resolutions. And I got the perfect New Year's resolution for everybody doesn't involve going to the gym it doesn't involve quitting smoking it doesn't involve uh i don't know talking to your fucking you know some person in your family that you don't like talking to doesn't involve going hiking or doing something physically intense or you know it doesn't involve much honestly it involves being uh an intelligent person which and any intelligent person would tell you You got to listen to this podcast, the Total Degenerate Podcast. That's right. That is what your New Year's resolution should be, to tune in to Total Degenerate Podcast every week. Find us on Instagram. Follow us there at a Total Degenerate Podcast on Instagram. Um, Yeah, do all that. Subscribe, rate, review, say nice things about the podcast. This is what your New Year's resolution should be about. Don't waste time anymore. Enough with the, I'm going to go to the gym. And then you go and you go for like a week or two and then like, you know, something happens and before you know it, you're back into the same old routine of sleeping on the couch, eating bonbons or whatever the fuck it is. So give it up. Don't don't waste your time with that nonsense. Don't make resolutions that you're never going to adhere to and you're going to forget about after a week. Do the one that is going to make the most sense for you. Go to do something that is achievable come on let's all be realistic we're not nobody's perfect nobody is a a perfect person so 
aim low. Aim low and you can achieve it. I guarantee you can achieve it. Don't go for don't have high expectations. Have low expectations. And your low expectations should be my New Year's resolution is to listen to a podcast. That's about as low as it gets. But please subscribe, rate, review, listen to the podcast. It's a great thing to do. And as always, for those that have done it already, thank you. I had a friend of mine ask me the other day. He's like, what are you doing for New Year's, bro? Got any plans? I'm like, yeah, I got a plan. I'm going to work. I'm going to get off work. I'm going to go home. I'm going to eat some dinner. And I'm going to crack a beer. I'm going to sit on my couch. I'm going to watch the football game. Georgia, Ohio State. And I'll probably be asleep before that game is even over. Because that is the way New Year's Eve is supposed to be celebrated after the age of 25. You, If you are still planning like a big extravagant New Year's Eve festivity and you are over the age of 25 years old, I don't know what you're thinking or doing. It's supposed to be a boring night. It's not supposed to be exciting anymore. The excitement is gone. It is dead. And don't just stop the madness, okay? Stop it. We're not supposed to live that life anymore. No more out till 3 o'clock in the morning, pissed drunk, struggling to find an Uber in the freezing cold. That's not what this is about anymore. You should be home. If you want to get drunk, get drunk on your own couch and pass out there. I don't care. I'm just saying, I think after a certain age, it's it's inappropriate to be out amongst the young. At some point, you become kind of like a predator or just a weirdo. Like, I think if you're over the age of, you know, over a certain age and you're out and about, you become a weirdo, like, especially into your 30s. Like, I'm 34, going to be 35 soon. It's done. There's no, no, I'm done with the late night. I'm done with the let's go put a suit on and pretend that we're, like, fucking the great Gatsby. You know what I mean? Like, I remember we did that for a few years. We always go to some catering hall, pay for an open bar, and everybody would have to wear a suit or a tie and fucking act like, you know, we're living in fucking East Egg or West Egg or wherever the fuck Gatsby lived. You know what I mean? It's stupid. It's a dumb thing. And it's so much better to just fucking sit home, eat something, you watch the football game, and then if anything, you could watch the fucking, I don't know, is it Ryan Seacrest and fucking a puppet of Dick Clark or whatever? I mean, Dick Clark's dead, right? I think so. I don't think I'm, I'm not going to research that, but I'm pretty sure he has to be dead at this point. But I'm pretty sure they still call it like Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve. And they'll have some like old footage of him. Like, you know, being weekend at Bernie's out there or whatever. But yeah, watch that. Watch some bad live performances. Sit on your couch and treat it like it's any other day because it basically is any other day. What the fucking difference? All right. Sorry that I'm I'm shitting on the holiday, but I can't help it.
especially older people I know, people that are around my age, are like, I can't wait to party on New Year's Eve. It's like, you shouldn't be partying anywhere anymore. The party is over. Stay home. Stay home. And it's better anyway. It's more enjoyable. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you how many times a drunken, ridiculous New Year's Eve night has turned into an absolute nightmare of like sad, crying women. I, I mean, I remember one time outside of one of those uh, fancy uh, catering hall spots where we went to for New Year's one night. My friend dumped his girlfriend and left her out in the cold to get a ride home on her own. I, that was pretty mean. But, hey, sometimes shit happens, you know. And, you know, I just remember watching her, like, as we were in the warm car driving away, she's just sitting there crying with her friend. But whatever, she deserved it. She was a bitch. No, she really was. Anyway, so, uh, listen, horrible, horrible things happen. And I just think, after a certain age, why be a part of it? Nothing horrible is going to happen from your living room. That's all I'm trying to tell you. So stay home. Don't go out. Don't participate in society. And especially, I mean, if, you, if you're if you one of these mutants that goes out to Times Square, I don't know what the fuck. What the fuck is wrong with you? There's like, you have to have your brain. Like, nobody should be allowed to leave Times Square on New Year's Eve without a psychologist giving them a serious psych evaluation to make sure that they are fit to be part of society. That's that's how I look at it. You can't even take a fucking piss. Go, you're going to be wrangled into this fucking small confined area and you can't even go take a fucking piss? It's insanity. All right, time to finish out the show with some... NFL picks, winners. It's fucking week 17 already, man. That is so depressing. It's like depressing, but like there's something still exciting because I I know we got the whole playoffs still and I love the NFL playoffs, but it's just like, damn, man. We're starting to dwindle down. We're getting, I mean, we got 16 games this week. So that's 16 Plus another 16, so that's 32. Then wild card weekend, you get six, so that's 38. Then divisional weekend, you get four, so you're at 42. Then you got championships and Super Bowl. We got 45 NFL football games left, 32 of which will be played in the next two weeks. And that makes me a little bit sad. But, you know, that doesn't mean we can't go out and find some fucking winners. So let's let's let us start, shall we? Okay. Um We're gonna start on Sunday night football, because I always seem to do this in ass backwards order. Whatever. I'm it's like rotation numbers off here, and I don't understand why it's always out of order. Oh, you know, I think they flex this game. That's why. This is supposed to, supposed to be the one o'clock game. But the Pittsburgh Steelers are at the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore is a two and a half point favorite. Over under is only 35. Rock bottom total. Rock bottom total. They are expecting a rock fight 
in Sunday night in Baltimore. I kind of understand the thinking there in terms of division game. It's a very important division game. Uh, Give me the Steelers. I think the Steelers uh, are going to hang around. I think that Baltimore is a uh, kind of fraudulent, slipping down the tubes. Get Like, certain teams get hot at the right time. Baltimore has gone cold at the wrong time. You know what I mean? That's what's happening. They're cold at the wrong time. They're cold as can be. And I think Pittsburgh uh, has been playing with some fight. They've been playing with some fucking... You know, you get it. They're they're gonna they're gonna play well, and I think they're gonna beat this the uh the the Ravens. So, pick number one, Pittsburgh plus two and a half. I wouldn't even mind the money line there. Whatever which way you want to go with it, I like Pittsburgh. Okay, pick number two. Where are we going? Where are we going? Okay. Oh, here's one. All right, four o'clock, four twenty-five. The Vikings are playing the Packers. I haven't done this really yet. I've usually been picking sides. But we're going to take a total. The over-under in this game is 48. Assuming Rodgers plays, right? Rodgers, they believe they said he had a knee injury, but he's he's talking like he's going to play. So that's that's good. That's good. But here's the deal. The Vikings' defense stinks. They're terrible. The Vikings' defense is awful. They're garbage. They're trash. At that same time, the Packers' defense is also trash. They're garbage. They're awful. Miami could have put up 30 fucking million points on them on uh, on Christmas Day if Tua didn't throw picks. Probably wouldn't have thrown as many picks if he wasn't playing with a concussion for the whole second half, basically. So, uh, yeah, whatever. You get the point is they were moving the ball. So the bottom line is this. I think both offenses move the ball. It, you, that's what you want to see when you're betting it over. You want to find bad defenses. It's not about good offenses. It's about bad defenses. And both these defenses suck. So 48, yeah, no problem. This game's played in the 30s. The winner's probably putting up 31 to 35 points. Definitely going to get being over. I love it. So over 48, Packers, Vikings, pick number two. Okay, pick number three. I would have given out the fucking Raiders, but then they decided to bench Derek Carr, which obviously uh, changes the game a little bit. Where shall we go on the board? I do not know. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, The... L.A. Rams are at the L.A. Chargers over under 42 Chargers laying six and a half. Uh, I, what I think you're going to see in this game is the Chargers are now locked into the playoffs. They no longer need to have the foot on the gas, so to speak. Whereas also Sean McVay is a good head coach. Sean McVay uh, has his men motivated and they're getting almost a touchdown here. If it ever hit seven, a full seven, it would be hammer time for sure. 
But even six and a half, I still think is a solid bet. So I will take six and a half with the Rams. They run the ball well. Cam Akers has been running the ball pretty well. And you can run the ball on the Chargers. And I think the Rams defense can give that can, can give them some fits. I know they don't have Aaron Donald, but they've been playing well. I know it was against the Broncos last week. I don't want to overreact to the 50-burger. The Broncos are terrible and a disgrace. But the Rams are, are not a team that have quit on the season. You know what I mean? Like, they're not good. They're not winning games. They've had a lot of injuries. They have a lot of old aging players, which is why they've been injured. But they're not a team that's quit. They're not quitting on the coach. They're not tr- like they're not giving up. So they're a team with a bad record that's actually kind of good in a sense. Like the Rams will be better than their record says they are next year. That is for sure. They won the fucking Super Bowl last year. They're gonna come out with a little bit of pride, pride of the city. We're the fucking defending Super Bowl champions. You guys are going to the playoffs. All right, great. That's nice, Justin Herbert. You're not covering six and a half. Give me the Rams. They'll at least keep the game close. So there you go. Rams plus six and a half. Steelers plus two and a half. Over 48 Vikings Packers. Those are all my winners. No way they don't lose. Everybody have a happy new year. Uh, It's been an absolute pleasure recording these podcasts uh, I really do appreciate everybody that listens I love doing this shit and I hope you'll continue to listen next year uh, 2023 we're gonna do big things maybe I don't know I don't know where to do big things but we're definitely doing this thing that's for sure we ain't done doing this thing we only getting started also, if you're not doing anything tomorrow night, uh, yeah, today's Thursday. So tomorrow night, December 30th, McGuire's Comedy Club, 1030. I'll be doing a set. Could be, should be a fun show. I'm, it's on my socials, govs.com to buy tickets. Okay, either way, Happy New Year. Thank you for listening, and we will talk next week. Ooh.